0: Hey, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. This is a podcast where we talk a lot about suicide, suicidal thoughts, and depression, and joke around about those things because we're comedians who have dealt with those things. So we like to have fun talking about it, and we hope that helps you. But we're not joking around because we take those things lightly. We just want to establish that right up top. So if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts right now, and especially if you're feeling yourself close to suicide, first of all, know There is no part of us that ever encourages it. Please stay safe. And if you are feeling that, we want you to reach out right now and call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They're so helpful. They will talk to you whenever, wherever. They really are just a great ear when you need someone to talk to. So please call if you need it. And otherwise, enjoy the show.
1: You know just what to do when I look at you. And I don't want to go. They call me on the phone and won't leave me alone. when I don't want
0: to
1: go. Don't
0: I was just saying to Hampton that I think that if we try... We could fit this whole microphone into his cat's butt.
2: <laughs> See, there you go. See, this is why I was upset and I didn't want to record this, Dave. Is it true? No, because you're slut shaming my cat. <laughs> and I feel like that's insane. Because I've worked really hard to make his anus elastic <laughs> uh-huh. and just, you know, multifaceted in many ways. <laughs> Uh, guys, I've been posting a lot of photos of my cat JoJo <laughs> on Instagram. I think Dave's noticed. <laughs> I think Dave's now. Uh, I don't know. Jealous? It's funny. Uh, jealous? Possibly of my love for my cat. I, this is
0: actually a sincere question. Mm-hmm. Does it real actually bother you when I say shit about your cat? It's okay if so. Obviously.
2: Honestly. It infuriates me. <laughs> me. No, I'm serious. <laughs> no, actually, it doesn't. Okay. I, I think it's so funny. I think the reason so funny. I ask Judge is that- a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'm being 100% well, serious. Yeah. My cat is a piece of shit.
0: I also don't like- He killed a lizard. Like, I don't- I, I talk- I make fun of your cat a lot. I know. And it's because it's a cat and it can't speak English. <laughs>
2: and, <laughs> Whoa, Trump, hold back there, Jeff Sessions. Yeah,
0: totally. Holy shit. If you can't speak English, man, fuck you. Dave, you've been Mm -hmm. working up to do the
2: Mm -hmm. Comedy Central (laughs) roast of Jojo, my cat.
0: But I don't want to hurt you, my friend, Hampton. (laughs) If it hurts you that I talk about your cat's gaping asshole... That I want to fuck with this Comedy microphone. Comedy Central
2: <laughs> roast of JoJo, my ass. <laughs> JoJo, you have no clothes and a gaping asshole. <laughs> what are you, a Mexican? <laughs> oh my god! Woo! Oh my you god! Know what? That joke works for every yeah. race, race, people, every, every, every single people. race, every single people, man. Yeah. JoJo, you are naked and you got a gaping asshole. <laughs> what are you, the French ambassador? <laughs>
0: Wow, God, yeah, man, Hampton's been doing everywhere. a lot of uh, roast battles lately, <laughs> and he's saying. been winning every one. <laughs> <laughs> he's just been, oh man, his gaping asshole <laughs> jokes—you hear tell of them from Denver wow. to Des Moines.
2: I got invited mm-hmm. to uh, like um, judge a roast battle at uh-huh. the store recently. And me and my girlfriend got in like a little bit of a fight <laughs> beforehand, and I just got super tired and didn't go. You I just didn't fell asleep? Go? I just got so upset, I just fell asleep. Whoa. Whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You didn't think going to see people be mean to each other would make you feel better?
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially also that it's th- now I live in this area, so I'm like, well, I have to drive an hour to go see people be shitty to
0: what each other. What area do you live in? What's your address?
2: Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Dave to the Ross dot com. <laughs> Man, that is the name of my business. That is the address that I live at.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to Roast Buddies.
2: Guys, this is Suicide Buddies. This is a comedy mental health podcast hosted by me, Hampton Dang. Yunt.
0: And me, Dave Ross. Yeah, we're friends. with our. We are. <laughs> um, except we have a lot of disagreements about the cat.
2: <laughs> our great our great producer Aristotle's here Oh uh, the nicest
0: man in Hollywood the most wonderful person on earth. <laughs> uh, we have some huge news about Aristotle huge news for us Oh huge my huge news that's true for the world at large. Oh my God because oh my God. honestly this fact, it really solves a lot of problems for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Aristotle is now officially an in-house producer at Starburns Audio. Well That's true. That's amazing. He's on the
2: fucking payroll, dude. Congrats, man. Yeah, you know he, what? You're very smart. And behind the scenes, Aristotle's making money moves. And I always appreciate that. Yeah. And the reason that that happened, aside from them, I think, is it okay for me to say this,
0: Aristotle, that uh, they've been trying to hire you away for a really long time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Aristotle was uh, at Nerdist for a long time, and Nerdist is gone, dude. Well, N- Nerdist Podcast Network is gone. That's a fat bummer. Back when I was saying fuck <laughs> yeah. Nerdist, I thought that they, I
2: thought of them a lot, like I think of JoJo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, honestly,
2: not to distract, but I mean, now if you're a nerd and you want a podcast, you you go fuck yourself, right? There's nothing. <laughs> Nothing. There's nothing for you now. If yeah. you're a nerd and you like anything with podcasts, there's nothing. There's no nerd there's shit. There's no nerd shit on the podcast network. Yeah,
0: I mean, Starburns only has, like, their big podcasts are what? Like, uh, Bully Pod <laughs> and uh, uh, um, P- Push Up Pals. Push Up Pals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally.
2: Um, UFC oh, and You and Me. I can't believe
0: it.
2: <laughs> <That> <laughs> I can't believe how said. much Push Up pals is ripping us off. Uh, <laughs> is yeah. my thing. We focus on the depression. Uh-huh. They focus on the uplifting part. Totally. Literally yeah. uplifting.
0: Up. Upli- they focus on the uplifting. We focus on the
2: second half. Hey of the guys, push-up. sometimes a push up isn't a push up. It's you pushing the world away from Whoa. you. Whoa. Hey, hey, back up, world. Sometimes you stay still
0: and the floor goes down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time you do a push up, remember you're very strong. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> oh, I'm so thirsty. You have ruined Hampton's helpful so hints. Many people. I'm drinking water.
2: Yeah, you sure. are. You don't like how you my are. drinking water yeah. sounds. Well, well, sorry, I'm depressed in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you're gonna drink water, don't drink it sarcastically. I wasn't Take drinking it, it sarcastically. Seriously. I was drinking it quickly. I would say those are the same thing. I'm in a good mood from playing <laughs> Cuphead. <laughs> we played Cuphead. We before played some this. Cuphead. I just like to introduce uh, video games to the people.
0: Hell yeah, dude! Uh, yeah, Aristotle. Congratulations, my friend. Yes, it's nice to have you on the Starburns team. And man, I'm sorry for. Truly, Nerdist Podcasters. Let's hang out. Fuck, dude. I've been there. I was one of them. Sir, so are you now like a Rick or a Morty? <laughs> <laughs> what you what are you? To, you used to have to be a Jonah or a Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Hampton, how are you, man? I'm all right. Yeah? I'm okay. What's going on? What's going on with you? A ton.
2: I mean, we've been talking. Are you free
0: of lumps in your nuts? No. <laughs> you
2: know what's funny is I just never go to the doctor. Really? Like, I have weird pain in my nuts, like every now and then. Like, do you ever have that? Yeah, right after See, I. Aerosol's nodding his head right now in agreement. There's That's... just an odd pain in, yeah. in guys' nuts. Right day. after I fucking come, dude. <laughs> hey, c- <laughs> hey, man, come on. <laughs> There's dude, a loneliness my nuts in hurt. my heart that hurts after I come.
0: Yeah, me too Because I know I'll never feel true love That's the only thing my heart and my nuts have in common <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I know exactly what you mean Matter of fact, I have that random pain And I went to the doctor for it like a year ago And because I felt like a not really a lump But like a sort of thing Yeah,
2: we never know You're told right. so much as a guy that it's like well if you got a lump, then you have to cut off you're one dead. of your nuts. <laughs> so <laughs> I went is to the kind doctor. Of
0: which is always fun to have the doctor feel your fucking balls. That's always interesting. And suck it's on them. Like, hey doctor, and can you feel my you. balls? Also, do I have AIDS? <laughs> he's like read, he's like reading you poetry. Yeah.
2: Totally. <laughs> Just sucking on one yeah. of your nuts.
0: <laughs> All right, now turn to the left and kiss.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, guys. Going to the doctor is a truly awful experience. Yeah, let's just admit
0: it. I like I had had no. I'd had that random pain and felt like a thing in my ball sack for a minute. So I went, and the doctor literally what he said was he's like feeling my nut sack because there was like Dude, it wasn't he's a lump- not
2: supposed to do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the doctor has three fingers in my asshole. <laughs> And he's moving them in and out. What if, uh, He's he, making gang signs inside of my anus. Yeah, totally. <laughs> shadow puppets. <laughs> we call it shadow puppets, he and I. Um, so, because the mask wasn't on a ball. It was like in the middle of the sack. I can't believe you're listening to my podcast that I'm saying this. Uh, Guys, this is about suicide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyway, he's got his hands on
2: my balls, and then he killed himself. <laughs> Everyone who touches Dave's balls kills himself. Yeah. This is the best final destination I've ever seen. Totally. They call my balls the ring.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Um, no, but he like felt this thing and he immediately goes, Oh, yeah, that's not cancer. And I was like, What is okay. it? And he's like, Sometimes, uh, it, like, uh, a uh, ball sack can have a mass, like a sort of mass of cells in the middle, and if it gets like big enough, we would have to like surgically remove it. But oh, it's fine.
2: Big enough? Yeah, dude. Oh, getting big enough? Totally. Hell if, yeah!
0: So that's when he good. sucked my dick. Good. Because my—that's
2: what I say. My dick
0: got big enough.
2: <laughs> when they say the tumor is getting larger, I go, good. "Yeah, good. hell yeah!" What are the inches on it?
0: Because <laughs> I'm a man. I'm I, uh... a big
2: fucking man. <laughs> I was talking to Georgia um who the fuck is that? my girlfriend <laughs> and like it's funny how like she she's from Canada so she's used to going to the doctor all the time like at a whim you know everybody only has one she. ball in Canada everybody only has Including one ball Trudeau <laughs> Trudeau yeah and true he only got one ball yeah um so More like one dough. so now she she goes to the doctor here in America but it's it's so much and I'm kind of I would, was and not to be like dumb to make a point but i think it's interesting i was really like i think like healthcare is really a women's rights issue because it's like women have to go to the doctor so much oh, more yeah? than men and there's so much more like that just happens totally <laughs> i like, have to go all the time. i don't have to deal with the uti like none of this shit happens Yeah. For me. Like, all this shit is, like, very, very common.
0: Well, actually. (laughs) (laughs) If you're doing it right. Actually, I, you know, they don't talk about this a lot, but men actually get a period multiple times a day.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: I get real cunty around (laughs) lunchtime. Yeah. Right around lunchtime.
2: This is not.
0: (laughs) Have you ever heard of the 2.30 feeling?
2: That's your daily period as a man <laughs> <laughs> i like how 5 hour energy is advertised to just like is your job just suck and you're falling asleep totally. at 1 yeah you should take this supplement that will you know kickstart your heart from the amazon it's also like maybe the 230
0: feeling is what happens when you eat a cheeseburger for lunch <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, oh man, but that's <laughs> all I look forward to. I know your terrible whenever fucking I'd job. Had, uh, whenever I had like a job in like um, Office World, you know, for comedy writing, Office or whatever. World, yeah. Office World, yeah. The well, when paper it were- <laughs> supply store that you used to okay. work at. So, specifically, when I worked for Ridiculousness, uh-huh. they'd always have three food trucks show up outside Jesus. and they'd always be different. So, like, the ability to resist like oh the, sure. the burger truck showed up and like everything was always like a specialty thing that showed up and it was like cheap ish yeah man i just
0: fucking didn't give a fuck for so long yeah fuck an office man it sucks ass <laughs> i also True. love that they got three food trucks it i just imagine every day, day rob Deerdick is like i'm gonna ollie all three of these <laughs> trucks dude <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck I oh, wiped out Well shit. that's five episodes right
2: there dude Thanks for writing that You know he's actually really religious I've heard this So I think when he does an air Christ It means something to oh. him I think the air Christ when he does it It's like powerful Who invented the air Christ? G, G- Jesus Christ G- Jay Z right. <laughs> got it Jay Z Christ Jay
0: Z's Christ <laughs> Jay Z's Christ well, jay Christ. <laughs> um,
2: Well. How are you, man? How's this uh, last week been for you? We haven't talked in a little bit. We've yeah. We've just been texting.
0: Yeah. I'm good, man. I'm like uh, slowly but surely. I've talked about it a little. I'm slowly but surely pulling out of that bad summer depression that I had. Um, Woo! Yeah, summer
1: fucking party. party. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, man. It, I took a frisbee to the nose and I <laughs> fucking slept for the rest of summer. <laughs> More like cold for teacher. Um, uh. <laughs> What do you think it was about the summer specifically? I mean, you were on the road a lot and like traveling a ton.
0: It was really just when everything hit me about how hard everything has been and will be career-wise. That was it. Yeah. Um, And it's just like, I mean, I think life is just a long series of like uh you know cause and effect and a lot of that like the problem with that process is it takes you a, l- a while to recognize something as an effect of that cause if that oh, makes wow. sense yeah i mean uh, for sure so like that was what i was doing i was like coming to grips with the fact that i uh kind of lost all my momentum and then also dealing with the reality that to get out of a s- a slump or whatever you would call it like a lull in work and more than that a lull in energy i was going to have to create my own momentum which is hard especially when you don't have the energy of a 25 year old anymore
2: it's easy to second guess that also (laughs) oh totally because like usually like kickstart any sort of like life change or whatever like you have to be so damn sure yeah (laughs) whereas like I don't know. You can really hang in this kind of like space of not knowing and waiting for something good to happen, especially if you feel like you have like options that are kind of like yeah, out there kind of the coolers. Yeah, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, and fuck that waiting shit, man. I yeah, I, I do it I a do lot.
2: Appreciate like working towards your own yeah, like I don't know your own success, your own career. You're just owning everything. Well, and, there's also a thing yeah. that happens
0: like so. You know the phenomenon of like, if you have one thing to do, say, if you have the dishes to do, Mm. likely you'll just go do the dishes. But if you have to do the dishes, clean your floors, clean your bathroom, clean your bedroom, there's a pretty big likelihood you won't do any of it. Uh, Absolutely, man. (laughs) This is
2: honestly like a great point to make. This is a philosophy that I had to really apply to myself. Which is the like, you know the the coffee cup container, like at, at the floor of your car, yeah, that's there, and you just let it be there. You let trash be in your car, yeah, and you let it just wait, yeah, and you go, I'll get it later or whatever. But it's all about this kind of like taking this sort of like really proactive stance of just like, I'll get it now, incremental. I'm, get- I'm going yeah. to just like stay on top of this stuff and I'm not gonna let like little things like that go and it's stupid I mean like it's not stupid man it's uh it's really that's really
0: insightful and and true I think that the where and that's like a thing it's hard to get yourself into that mindset it took me years and years I fall out of it a lot but that's one of the things that got me out of depression dude like I keep my car clean I keep my house clean I I like I
2: notice how clean it is yeah only white people are allowed in (laughs) (laughs) yeah you keep it airy well in. in the front Clean <laughs> when I'm driving. Hell yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, uh I actually haven't been in your car in a while. Well, you gotta it get in nice. there, man. It was nice. And I think it's I nice, and I think dude. when I got in, I did ask if that was a rental. I just repainted the interior.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Dave, no. Pink house paint. Looks terrible. <laughs> and it is not comfortable. And you will die from the fumes. <laughs> Because I repaint it every day. Uh, no, but a bad way the problem know. that I'm having now is that, like, um, in order... So, like, the things that I want to do, I want to make a TV show. I That is a very difficult thing to a do, what? but I see the family guy? path. Yeah, I want to make Family Guy. want to make Family Guy? Um, and uh, it's... But the thing about that is, like, the difference between that and having to do the dishes, clean your floor, clean your yeah, living room, clean yeah. your bedroom is that those are all little things that you can do that you have signposts along the way whereas making a TV show is like there are signposts along the way but even those are the biggest undertaking ever yeah so it's like these these things that I want to do and the the like the paths I've gone down in the past to get me to a place where people give a shit about me in comedy, which also I I do want to say... Stop giving me shit. I know that uh, (laughs) people give a shit about me in comedy and I know that I'm in a fine place. I just mean like that, toward that type of work. And like momentum-wise, like you come and go in and out of the like comedy zeitgeist and I'm just whatever. You know what I'm saying. Um, Those tasks are so big... And they're also so constant, because, like, do you do the dishes, mm. then you're done for, like, at least a day, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all I'm saying is um, that th- this type of, like, this type of thing that you want, wanting to, like, make a good living at comedy, it is a much bigger and more persistent task than that Mm -hmm. and I I'm harping on that because if you're listening like uh, and you relate to that I think it's important to remind yourself how fucking hard that is and to cut yourself breaks but keep at it
2: yeah we have like very few career insights unless it's about stand up or comedy I mean like if you work in an office I can't totally fully tell you exactly what your experience is Yeah, but yeah I feel the exact same thing man when it comes to comedy it's really weird dude because it's like,
0: like I think it's a very real thing. But one of the most insightful things someone ever said to me about comedy—an ex-girlfriend of mine—while we were dating, it was I was young in comedy and I was sad that I was at that time booked less than I had been a year before. And she was like, and she was like, you know, I think the people that are happiest in comedy are the people that know they're not always going to be the cool kid. And so Damn. that's kind of what you and I are dealing with right Damn. now. I think we're like, I'm we've cool, done some cool. cool shit. I'm cool. We've gotten to some good places.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: But and. Uh, <laughs> But then, but now we're just at a place where, like, a couple years ago, we were, like, booked on a bunch of festivals and and getting a bunch of work and shit, and then... Sure. You sort of like fall out of that and then you go back into it. But the problem is that in a lull, if you're in a
2: lull and you don't have money, it's like, fuck, fuck, (laughs) dude. Yeah, that's the odd uh, thing about this industry for sure is like having to pretend like everything's fine while (laughs) things are just melting down in the background. Yeah. Uh, Also, while the city is melting down, I mean, like we just had like insane fires. My
0: cousin's fucking house burned down, dude.
2: Are you serious? Yeah,
0: I just found this out yesterday and I talked to him today. Holy shit. I mean he lives in Malibu, so luckily like I mean the reason he lived in Malibu is that he has money. So he, I will say though he and
2: his family are fine. I was talking to a friend of mine today and like here's the funny thing is like so many articles are like, Well, like, you know, like Chris Jenner's house is burning down or whatever. Like they're like, Oh, rich people in Malibu's house is burn I was like, that's all of Hollywood. Yeah Like if you There's a millionaire's house You throw a, a fucking stone mm-hmm. You'll find a millionaire Like you could find Like a celebrity In every part totally. of like Town There's no like Oh Malibu's like You know Celebrity specific Also it's
0: fucking bullshit To not poor have empathy there. For people who lose their home There's
2: Fuck poor people you. Who live there Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> a, it's a community It's a regular ass community
0: I mean when The one The thing about it is If you are wealthy And you lose your home Luckily that doesn't mean That you are fucked And that's what I mean About Mike <laughs> cousin like he has yeah he also has a good support system so i talked to him today he's staying at a friend's place in mid-city who is like out of town for a while so he and his kid and his wife will be okay and they can regroup and they have the money to like go to mammoth for a week and chill and not freak out does he own the uh,
2: store ross yeah. Is that the Ross? Yeah. Is that yeah. where the Ross might I'm of the <laughs> Dress for Less Rosses. <laughs> I'm from the Hampton Inns. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's from the Ross Dress for Less. We're both oh, dude, Illuminati I love- rich. I love it. <laughs> and that's why we have a Patreon. Guys, subscribe to the Patreon. Dude, I'll says.
0: wait. Well, hold on. Let's do a thing real quick. All right, everybody. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening to Business Buddies. I'm Ross Dress for Less. <laughs>
2: I'm Hampton Inyon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sharks. <laughs> Here my Line pitch. Line up and talk. All right. Honestly, if I ever did a Shark Tank pitch, I yeah? would do spaghetti pockets.
0: Oh God, that sounds fucking awful, dude. No,
2: that dude. sounds so no, gross, it's like man. Pizza pockets, but it's spaghetti. Spaghetti. I, I hear you. Carps inside of <laughs> carbs uh. I've made them. They're great. <laughs> Have you really? <laughs> I made I made them with like a little little bread loaves. Really? Yeah. And it's good? Oh, I loved it. It was awesome. And now I see there is a What do you mean pro- little there bread is loaves? There's a product. Well, it's like little um...
0: <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. A, hold on a fucking minute. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make tiny bread loaves? This carve got, out the center and put Dave, spaghetti in it. this goes
2: back 10 years. This oh, I, this well experiment. that doesn't explain anything. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, I had my parents' kitchen for resources and like what I could use. Well, but but here's the thing: I'm like fascinated mm-hmm.
0: at your ability to make either make tiny bread loaves or okay. get spaghetti into it, or both.
2: Okay, you make a loaf. How
0: did you really make a tiny bread loaf?
2: Like yeah, like you make bread. Whoa. Okay. Then you carve out all of the inside. Okay. And you scoop in spaghetti. This is literally then what you, you did? You cover it up and then you eat it. <laughs> you add in cheese, you add in more sauce. Oh, man, what a trip. So good. It's just, so- bread. It's just bread and spaghetti sauce. It really <laughs> break it down. That's And all it spaghetti
0: is. sauce. There's no noodles.
2: There's tons of noodles. <laughs> noodles, are in, noodles instead of the inside of the bread loaf. You 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 take harp. out. So it's only bread crust. Yeah, it's the way Elvis oh. used to eat food. Elvis used Dude, to take a bread loaf and he would you're... he would cu- he would dig out all the shit and huh. he would just lay in like bananas and like peanut butter and like you know mashed potatoes and fucking licorice and shit. Here's the thing, Hampton. <laughs> yeah, I need you to know. I need. Okay,
0: I'm gonna say two things. <laughs> First. You need to know that with me saying this, I just need to remind you that I love and support you very much. All right. And secondly... Go ahead. um, (laughs) I really think it's unfair that you're acting like what you did was normal. <laughs> no, it's it's not. <laughs>
2: okay. All right, as long as we agree on that. that. I have yeah. huge <laughs> eating eating disorders, <laughs> eating issues. <laughs> me and Elvis, man. Me and Elvis like have a very lateral thinking where we're like, dude, of course you would Take out all the insides of a bread loaf and fill it up with basically a soup of your favorite shit, dude. I used to make instant ramen and then put corn
0: and hot dogs in it. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, I used to just buy ground beef eh? and cheese
2: and just eat that. I would make a bagel. The opposite of you, but the same. I make a bagel and (laughs) then I would just add uh, cake frosting on top of the totally. Yeah, dude. dude, bagel is the worst kind of bread to eat. Absolutely. It's, it's like it's like samurai like katana steel. It's folded and folded Oof. and folded and made like super dense. Like it's like five loaves of bread compressed into a bagel.
0: Yeah, it's like elven bread.
2: <laughs> and then you had cake <laughs> frosting on top. And I ate that every day <laughs> yeah. for a year. Yeah, like oh, yeah, crazy, dude. crazy decisions. Crazy um, decisions.
0: I think my favorite was probably the peanut butter tortilla. Pretty sure I invented that one. Whoa!
2: <laughs> You? <laughs> You're the guy? Yeah, that's me, dude. <laughs> You're peanut butter tortilla guy? Yeah, PBT Dave. Why do you think they <laughs> that's call me that? the original that? George Washington Carver. Yeah. He invented the peanut butter tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> he <laughs> um, just kept inventing peanut butter things until people asked him to stop. Back on
0: the bagel thing, can I tell you a story sure. that I'm pretty sure is going to make one of the two of you throw up? Okay.
2: Um, Probably Aristotle.
0: Yeah. Fucking hell yeah. Ever since he switched to Starburns, he's been <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So I, when I hadn't drank much at all, I think I had had like a shot of gin and like thrown it, been like, what is
2: that? Yeah. And uh, gin's harsh.
0: I've gotten, yeah, I got drunk on beer like once or twice. Um, my friends and I went to the Jersey Shore, and like most Whoa. of them, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> um, all
2: right, here we go. Um, the shore, <laughs> is my name's Paulie Dave, <laughs> <laughs> you've got like the spiked hair, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why they call Whoa. me PBT Dave. Honestly, I think I've mm-hmm. been to the Jersey Shore too, but it definitely like not in that way, you know, like it. <laughs> I've never known I mean the thing is that the, the shore is really fun.
0: It gets like the the people in that show are everywhere there. Um, but also normal people. It's just the beach. That's all <laughs> it's just the fucking beach. And every town has a boardwalk with like carney games. It's awesome. You dip your toes into the fucking ocean, you get pregnant. You never come <laughs> back. You never leave. I all, I'm always going to have a little bit of seaside in my heart. <laughs> oh, take me back to Wildwood.
2: That's saltwater poisoning.
0: Um, I, uh, <laughs> hey, what's up? We're saltwater poisoning from Wildwood, New Jersey. One, <laughs> two, fuck you. Um, that's my Italian uncle's punk band, I guess. Uh, anyway, so we went down to the shore, and my friend Bobby and I, we, for some reason, I don't know how to, I cannot describe to you how this entered our brain, but like we thought. That in order to drink hard liquor, you had to have a chaser. Even though we could see it in the bottle what? and knew that you could just put it in your body, we were like, You cannot drink it without a chaser. <laughs> I don't I have no clue how we thought that. And we had no chasers. So this is a real thing. What that do you I've mean did- by a chaser? Like what was your choice? Like, like- you know, Coca Cola or whatever. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like either make a mixed drink or like uh-huh. I guess probably because we hated the taste of it and we thought we'd puke everywhere. To be
2: fair, I mean, yeah,
0: <laughs> Most people getting into drinking. We were like 17, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, Woo! Yeah, and Woo. so Too this young. is a real thing I've done in my Papa, life. I don't preach. I have, we just looked around at what we could possibly use as chasers <laughs> and then we dipped a bagel in vodka. I have dipped a bagel in vodka and eaten it. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs>
2: Woody Allen gets fucked up. Yeah, dude. The boys of summer. Oh, boy, I'm gonna have a bagel tonight. (laughs) Holy shit, that's hysterical. Oh, man. A bagel. Man, dude, like, I swear to God, not to bring it completely down, but I think I went to, like, school with, like, fucking rapists or some shit. What do you mean? Well, there was, like, they would they would make like a vat of fruit like soaked in like vodka and like everclear mm-hmm. and they would just like give that to people at parties like and i was like this is way too much alcohol like oh, this dude. is just like kind of like they were like everyone's going to get fucked up dude oh yeah like and it was just like <laughs> okay like um this seems like crazy dude i mean You absolutely did go to school. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's like, to just be handing out slices of watermelon that are like 12 shots, you know, infused or whatever. And just be like, guys, eat this. I mean, that was like,
0: dude, I, yeah, that was a thing. Dudes like that. What they would do is they would be like, we're going to get
2: these girls drunk.
0: That was their whole thing. That's what they were trying to do. I fucking always hated those motherfuckers.
2: It's weird because when I moved into that apartment, like I thought they were college students and then it turned out they were all just a part of the snowboarding club of the college. But they didn't go to college there? They they didn't go to college there. Whoa. They're all nice, but I kind of was like, it it just became... It's like how I'm on the Canadian curling team.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just slowly mm-hmm. kind of like over time, I was like, oh, so you like have a party every weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's the snowboarding club. It just made sense at the time. <sighs> yeah. I, and I was like, Okay, well, I also hate this, so I'm just going to leave, you know. Oh, you moved in with these guys? I moved in with them. Wow.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute. How is this not a show you've written (laughs) about the snowboarding club that you lived with? He's a white male,
2: moving in with a bunch of crazy people.
0: I mean. (laughs) I give a shit. The time. I give a shit. Wow, well now I know why you haven't tried to make that show <laughs> No, I swear because to God Because you
2: are completely insecure about it No, I feel like, like, say that movie, Out Cold mm-hmm. Was basically that movie or, Sorry, it? that show Remember that Zach Galifianakis movie That was like a snowboarding movie
0: Yeah, but in, dude, Hampton In your version, <laughs> no, listen, check it out uh, In your version, <laughs> you kill them <laughs> 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 fuck yeah You fucking fuck kill fuck yes. those assholes, dude, dude I mean, Man, I'm fuck so the patriarchy right? That's the name of the show Fuck, fuck the, patri- the patriarchy In episode one, you kill them mm-hmm. And then every other episode is just you high-fiving liberals <laughs> 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 I'm not in it for the likes uh, Me neither, man I don't care Should we get into this uh, the suicide we're talking about this week? I do
2: know who you've uh, brought this
0: week Dave, Dave Ross. You know, I there we're actually going to talk about a few um, oh God so we are gonna talk about John Thomas Doyle who jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge um, and so really this is a Golden hmm. Gate Bridge episode but also I want to talk specifically about what happened to him okay. as well so it's kind of two things yeah oh awesome yeah well that sounds good yeah man let's take a quick break after these advertisers we support
2: Character, mm-hmm. it's called Blind Seinfeld. <laughs> I already love it. Now he already needs the braille signs, so that's why he's Braille Seinfeld. Uh, but basically, it's Seinfeld. Just he doesn't. Un- he's been blind since birth. Okay. So his whole thing is uh, phones. What the hell are these? What are, what are these things? Who are these people? (laughs) Uh, Television. What is this? Who are these people watching a television? (laughs) I like Blindfold a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Someone has to lead them on stage and off. Okay. Now do.
0: Okay. um, Here we go.
2: Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Here we go.
0: Blind Carlin.
2: Oh boy. All right. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Is this. Get on the plane. I don't know where the fucking plane (laughs) is. I'm fucking blind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Honestly, I'm great. Yeah, man. Okay, okay. One more. I'm amazing. Can we do one more? I'll try. Okay. Blind. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go.
0: Dimitri Martin. <laughs>
2: Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Ooh.
0: I will also accept blind Stephen Wright.
2: Okay. 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 <laughs> very fair. Very fair. <laughs> Maybe too fair. Uh, blind Dimitri Martin. Uh, Guys, take a look at this. What is this? <laughs> what is... What is God this? God damn it is. <laughs> what, what what have I drawn? Yeah. Is it good? Is it funny? And it's like him attempting to do a graph, but it's just like fucking squiggles. everywhere squiggles. <laughs> and he's just like, see? Okay, so this is a uh, number of fucking stupid farts mixed up with women's tears. <laughs> so you love his comedy. I love it. <laughs> nah, he's actually really good. Yeah, He's great. Um, but you know what? I think every stand-up gets a little boring when you really like become- break it down. I, I, if you <laughs> when you break down when you really but break i also down. think i don't know like if you ever are trying to create some sort of distinctive voice then that's you going okay so i think this is worthy of attention mm-hmm. i'm different enough And therefore is worthy of scrutiny. Oh, absolutely. Everyone will tear you to pieces. Well, we were,
0: yeah. I mean, one of my favorite things about literally this show that we do is that we shit all over things we love. And I think that's great.
2: The things that you
0: love are the things you know the most intuitively. So you know all the things to make fun of about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I know all of your fucking ins and outs, Dave. Can I try Blind Stephen Wright? We, uh, I would love you, would love you to that? do
2: Blind Stephen Wright Okay Here we go
0: I have a pony <laughs> What does it look like? <laughs> I don't know what it looks like
2: Oh <laughs> yeah You know what I, I always think And this is a total side uh, conversation But I just think it's fun I was thinking of like weddings I've been to Wow Is it like, a lot? Wh- bragger. I've been a I've been to a couple of friends' with... <laughs> I was thinking of like what is the most overused song as a cliche mm-hmm. for, you know, like that whatever moment in the ceremony where they're like, you know, everyone pay attention yeah. to this. I think it's either The Book of Love by The Magnetic Fields. Okay. Or they'll do The Beach Beach Boys God Only Knows. Yeah. Right. Those are the two songs. Every wedding I've been to has
0: had multiple times played. That's really funny because if you listen to God Only Knows, it's like a super fucked up song.
2: <laughs> Are you serious?
0: Yeah. Doesn't, oh, isn't that. God Only Knows the one where he's like, he's like, look, I'm going to look up the lyrics to God Only Knows right now because yeah. w- one of the songs on Pet Sounds, it's either that one or um
2: the first track. Wouldn't it be nice? You know what? My, um, my biggest problem with them is... Pet sounds? No pet sounds. (laughs) Like, I wanted to have, like, you know, here's a baby calf. going, And here's, like, a little kitten in a barn. You know? And none of that. Instead, they just give me timeless classic music. Oh, yeah. Here are the lyrics of of God Only Knows. Yeah. Okay,
0: the thing I really love about God Only Knows, aside from how beautiful the song is, is that it's one of the... It's like one of the only songs, pop songs about love made by a like early 20s man -hmm. that does not put all the onus on the woman. Like, it's really cool. He says like he's basically saying, I really I love you Okay, and you can do whatever you want. But just so you know, I'm really fucked up by (laughs) how much I love you. Dude, uh,
2: pre-Evanescence, someone was singing about he says, this shit.
0: If you, if you should ever leave me, though life would still go on. Believe me, the world could show nothing to me. So what good would living do me? God only knows what I'd be without wake you. Wake me
2: up, wake <laughs> me up inside. Tear my will put this gun inside my mouth and kiss a bullet. Wake me up. That's, um, you know, I don't know. He definitely, like, had mental collapse. so it just, it, Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's there. <laughs> it's 100% there in all of his
0: work. It's just such an extreme way
2: of saying that, where it's like, Bri- yeah. Brian, ah Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I really oh, want to feel... though, I guess he didn't
0: write that song.
2: When I want to feel about Brian Wilson, I just listen to Bare Naked Ladies, their song about mm-hmm. lying in bed like Brian Wilson because well, That, only that took- helps me feel... Because I'm not emotionally ready for. I understand. You know the Beach Boys, so I, t- I listen to you gotta, Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, you got to pad it
0: with the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, you got to you got to pad it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
0: for every Beach Boys song, um, I've also been to so it, many
2: weddings where the Book of Love by Magnetic. Fence, I don't know that right. song. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, it's become a little Maybe trite. Maybe I know it. Yeah. It's become a little trite. Like, they ended, like, I think, the series finale of Scrubs with it. Like, it's a uh, little trite. Okay. Remember when Seinfeld closed out one of their, like, special, like, I think a clip show with Green Day's Good Riddance?
0: No. Like, they literally played Green Was it the Day's last episode? It must have been. It must have been the last it episode. It was, like, the last clip show they did. Uh, oh, sure. That yeah. Makes sense. It was, like, so lame. 'Cause they did do a clip show and then they did like a two part finale, right?
2: I love songs that are just like, Yeah.
0: I remember this is when our the finale of Seinfeld aired, I lived in New York, and the New York Post. The front cover was a picture of Jerry and it said Seinfeld ending, and then there was one of those like strips across the left corner, and it said, America bombs Iraq. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Blind Seinfeld. What's Iraq? What the hell are these people? Who would be brown? What's brown? <laughs> Blind Seinfeld doesn't even see color.
0: Yeah. Well, like, how good? So
2: you know, non PC.
0: Exactly. Um, dude, I would love to. Let's get uh, into it, huh? Get into this. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. So yeah. First of all, I just want to talk about John Thomas Doyle. Who and then we could segue into talking about the Golden Gate Bridge at large, um, partially because there's really not much to be found about John Thomas Doyle. Um, he on November 1954, he was 49 years old. He hmm. jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge, and um, and uh, they found a note in his pocket that said, hmm. "quote all this is." The entire note. It said, absolutely no reason except I have a toothache. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I think someone had sent this to us before. Yeah. That one fucking
0: blows my mind. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So they didn't...
2: Dude, how bad was that toothache?
0: Well, here's the thing. Um, They found out. Apparently... The simplest way of saying it is apparently his toothache was really bad. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So they did an autopsy and uh, and also just guessing from the fact that he said that and they have the fact that they have no reason to believe otherwise. Just a they think he had um, wow. trigeminal neuralgia, um, okay. which is also referred to as suicide disease. Um, trigeminal neuralgia. <laughs> oh, I is, got that. Is like. It's a problem with the trigeminal nerve, which is like, as far as I could tell, one of the spinal nerves. It's in the brain, okay, uh, near the nasal cavity, okay. And wow. um, when you have trigeminal neuralgia, randomly, for seemingly no reason, some part of your face hurts so much that it just ruins everything. It's like a migraine times a million, oh, wow. and there are. There are, like, a bunch of studies right. that say that this is by far the most painful oh my God. pain you can feel. It is... Whoa. Some people say there are other things that are more painful, because obviously, like, testing pain is subjective if Even you don't have the thing. Even getting broken up with? <laughs> 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 by, like, a hot girl? but like, someone
2: who's, like, fucking hot, dude? And wears like, Victoria's Secret shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, damn it, dude! That that sucks. It sucks. It makes me think of Jake when Jake had that yes, spinal actually, thing with his leg. Our friend.
0: Yes, it yeah. seems like what he had is a similar thing. There's another thing that is also referred to as suicide disease, which is called I fuck I forget. It's called like CPRS. So it's like
2: nerve damage, just nerve so intense, random nerve pain. You would rather be dead than keep going with
0: that. Totally. So I couldn't like- find any figures on how many people have committed suicide who have it, but like, it's. Right now, apparently, it's very, very uncommon. Not a lot of people have it. Somewhere between ten and fifteen thousand people have it, and but there are like online forums and foundations for researching why it happens because there's no exact. They haven't found exactly why it's caused, and also the other fucked up thing is that if you have it, you can go years without it happening, and then it just happens out of nowhere, and they can't hammer down what the triggers are. The trigger could literally be, God. it's generally like your, it's your teeth. It's like one side, it seems to be focused on one side of your face uh-huh. and feels like it's coming from your teeth or your cheek, but it's like this extreme excruciating pain that like affects your whole brain. Holy um,
2: shit. What is that message board like where just people are like, I'm in the worst pain of my life. And it's like, me too. Actually,
0: like if you're interested more in this, I would recommend going back and listening to uh Our episode we had Jake Weisman on because he yeah. talks about that, That's and I also yeah, I'm he sorry had, he had a weird that I just issue. bowled over what you just said because that was really really fun. no, no. <laughs> no, it's true. Like it's the message crazy, board, man. it's really because I think that is what it is. This sucks, right? I think um, we definitely
2: come to this a lot of times where this is honestly the one time where I'm like, dude, if you are in seriously like degenerative like nerve pain that is like killing you, <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> Completely understand.
0: Well, I don't know, man. I feel that like I beyond... kind of always understand. Uh, yeah. I will say oh, that.
2: Oh, <laughs> I'm not
0: trying to be a <laughs> An topper. Aristocrat, and the re- but the reason I say it that way is like, yeah, I'm with you. Like, ex- degenerative pain is the instance in which you could say like, you wouldn't argue with someone. It's like, but in this case, I actually would because they do. There is money being spent on this, and there's no cure, but there are things you can do now. There are like remedies that ease it, and there are people to talk to about it. Yeah, Gloria Steinem apparently had this, Um, and HR, the lead singer of Bad Brains, has it, and he just yeah he just did a GoFundMe to raise sixteen thousand dollars for to get the surgery to lessen it, and he apparently got that surgery. And he says uh, he feels great now. He He has
2: less of a bad brain. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now it's average brain. Now we know where his bad brain came (laughs) from. (laughs) We've now made bad brains average brains.
0: Man, what if bad brains brains. just sucks now? (laughs) They like start recording music and it's like EDM. Oh,
2: now? Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's true.
2: Um, (laughs) Not to to No,
0: you're right. They've been making some garbage for a while. I respect Um,
2: what they did. But it is hard to listen to. I like
0: it, man. I like early Bad Brains. Okay. It pretty quickly became just like bad reggae, and that sucked. But I don't know, man. That uh, that song, "Ceylon." Come on, man. Okay. That first record. You're from DC, so maybe you know better than me.
2: I love the government. (laughs) Okay. I agree. That's all I know about DC support whatever president you are. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Honestly, like, if I can make a little side note about DC culture here, it's like, it is pretty funny that, like, growing up in DC or or, or starting comedy, especially in DC, everyone who works there doesn't give a shit about politics. Right. It's like Hollywood. They work in politics. They don't give a shit. They're just trying to make it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like someone would be like a a friend of mine was like a videographer for the White House. So like when Bush was in office, I would I would always be like, what's it like? You hate this guy. Like you had to go work for him and record him. Yeah. was like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It's yeah. Job. And then when, like, when Obama was in office, it was like a little bit better, but he was like, yeah, it's still the same job. Like, I'm yeah. in a camera and like I have to like work with the same unit I worked with. Like, I did a show uh, with this dude who,
0: um, I am so annoyed that his name is escaping me because he was so fucking cool. Uh, he was a Marine for a long time. Tony and, Hawk. Uh, oh, yeah. Tony Hawk. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It was Rodney Mullen. And uh, he, he, was a Marine on Marine one. And so, and he was like, Marine one is the president's helicopter. Oh fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And so he was like, yeah, man, like on a daily basis, I would stand outside this fucking helicopter and salute the president. And I did it for Obama and I did it for Trump. Oh yeah. Trump. Um, Oh shit. Yeah. I don't think he was in long enough for, to do it for Bush too, but maybe he was. But um, he was like, he was like, yeah, it was really interesting because it was the same for everybody that came in and out of that helicopter. They were all very respectful. Some of them were a little more interested in saluting us because it's not just the president. It's the first lady. It's the vice yeah, president, yeah. And all these people. Um, uh, some them, like talk to us more than others, but everyone's very respectful and knows we're in the Marines and they like that. Except Trump is a fucking piece of shit, <laughs> and I was like, he "Why?" He's like, "I can't even put my my finger on it, man." But he is just a fucking dick. That's a uh, Actually, I come to think of it, I don't even think he was on Marine One with Trump. Maybe he was saying that his buddies tell him that.
2: Oh, okay. I mean, or yeah, maybe I just that made that really, up because really I hate
0: Donald Trump. There's really no way of knowing. Maybe I've manufactured uh, this whole story and I'm fake news. Quite possibly I did. Either way, Donald Trump is clearly garbage, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's really... Yeah, I don't know. So I just sort of... I guess I sort of disagree with, like... Like, I understand wanting to die just from pain, like Steve Agee was talking about, too. Yeah. You know? But, like, I think that's only I don't know I don't I don't support it unless it's gone on long enough for you to know that there's no recourse <laughs> truly
2: yeah you know absolutely. what I mean yeah and I mean like you know that's up to the individual but yeah exactly and that's your own personal like way you would
0: but do, please deal like with seek that. all of the possible remedies and uh therapies know, that you could get
2: I know friends of mine who would like become like paraplegic and it's just like sure it's like i get it it's just like it's awful right so right i understand like it's almost like a world that i can't understand
0: i'm with you man but also i don't want people who are listening who don't have one of those problems but are so down in a pit that they might be able to align themselves with that that's true to be given and out by us because we won't that's not something i will ever do i yeah it's true uh I, I that's why i'm saying like you all you have to seek out uh, this is a very rare case in which i would be like yeah i get it you mm-hmm. know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh and in this case like yeah this level of pain like fuck i mean jake but here's that's a perfect example this level of nerve pain jake couldn't sleep for a calendar year he was in so much pain yeah it was uh, insane to talk. And it was he was like he couldn't do anything he couldn't do anything and he was in, he was losing his mind he was con- felt like someone was constantly digging a fucking spoon into his spine yeah. or his leg um, and then he got some surgeries and he does not have his pain anymore and he has a fucking TV show you know what I mean uh, and so Wine
2: like, Seinfeld <laughs>
0: <laughs> which was his dream is the only reason I say that as like a yeah yeah no it's true so yeah Um, but yeah it's fucked up dude they call it the suicide disease for a fucking reason that's so sick yeah crazy also I gotta give it up to this guy for being funny man absolutely no reason except I have a toothache that's some (laughs) fucking what that is a nihilistic fuck that is some good comedy man Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I respect a good joke
0: yeah it's a joke you wrote a joke and he was like I'm out Uh, Matter of fact, um, the first ever person to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, at least the first recorded case of someone purposely dying, jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, his name was Harold B. Wobber. uh, It happened in August of 1937. He was 47 years old. He was a World War I veteran uh, who had um, gotten work in San Francisco. He took a bus to the bridge. He was walking down the bridge. While he was walking, he he sparked up a conversation with a college professor he walked by, They were talking for a while. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> it was
2: Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know you, you're you walking right now on a bridge, but what you don't understand is that women are oppressing you <laughs> to make you walk just, on this bridge.
0: The guy is just like, because, I hate you, and just jumps off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: no, listen.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm make you all right by the end of today.
0: <laughs> um... Yeah, so this guy talking to this college professor, he like gets to this part of the bridge, like a girder that he's going to okay. he looks at the college professor and he says, "Well, this is where I get off." Oh, boy. And he jumps off the bridge. Jeez. People who kill themselves love to tell a fucking joke, man. What the fuck? It's crazy. <laughs> <Like> uh, <laughs>
2: <you're> traumatizing. <so laughs> yeah.
0: Apparently this college professor like reached as the guy was leaping and grabbed his belt. And uh, like held him back for a minute and was like, don't do it, don't do it. And the guy wriggled free and fucking
2: Holy shit. jumped. Yeah. Dude, just hide like a fortune cookie like secret up your ass. If you're going to like play jokes on people, like yeah. why do this to people. Yeah, to a person. Like make at that them point, watch. Just get like crazy about it. It's also,
0: yeah, man, that college <laughs> professor is like rolling over in his head like, did I say anything? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, be like be like want a Snickers and you've like just eaten a Snickers hole with the packaging and then oh, like you no. carve open your stomach so that like you're dying and they have to reach in and get the Snickers. Like like why you know, like if you're gonna fuck with people <laughs> Oh my god why not just make their entire lives awful and shitty? That's a really good point, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying do that. No, I know what you mean. That's the thought I have It's
0: brutal. Like we were talking about what was the name of the kid who killed himself in an open mic in Oregon? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a year ago that we recorded.
2: Yeah, Kip Rusty Walker. Yeah, Kip Rusty Walker. I think was his name. Yeah. Yeah, it's now, just like why are you doing this to people? There was a string man? of uh, suicides that were like public in a way where it was kind of like you're trying to show the public and fuck with them. Right, like, exactly. That's clearly why you're doing it, more so than like, you're trying to prove something. Yeah, it's like a piece something. of art for you. You're, you're trying to prove something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, man, that sounds awful with this guy.
0: Um. There is another one. This one is weird because I don't, I don't know anything else about it. But in 1971, a man named David Cleveland jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge, and they found $36 in his mouth. Really? Yeah.
2: Well, I'd say he's probably a crazy person. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Maybe he owed the sea money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I owe
2: Poseidon all this money. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, at that point... He might have just been in a mental sure. <laughs> state that is right. not recognizable. I mean, that's pretty interesting. I yeah. Mean, like, what do you think that would be about? Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, there is the chance that it wasn't a suicide and it was like a mafia okay. type bookie type Put your type money thing. where your mouth is. Oh, wow. Exactly. That old one. The ocean.
2: <laughs> $36. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. The, you owe me $36, so you're sli- swimming with the fishes. Yeah, That's the thing. That's a weird number. <laughs> Maybe. Wait, hold on. Oh, 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 wait, hold on. 36, 36, six,
2: six, six. Okay.
0: The devil did it.
2: Oh, my yeah. shit. <laughs> God. <laughs>
0: or 36 Mafia did it. Maybe he was in the Three Six Mafia. Is that how Three Six Mafia started? Oh, man. Maybe Drake did it. Um,
2: I think, like, uh, you know, there's oddly an odd history of putting, like,
0: money on your person. It is. Yeah. Like, you know, to put it on your eyes. So you're your saying mouth. maybe this guy, like, lost his mind to the degree he's like, it costs $36 to get to heaven.
2: Exactly. Exactly. He came down, da- he found a money, like, final solution. Yeah. Of what it would be. Came to $36 exactly. Uh-huh. Which, it's what does like, that buy you? Okay, that buys you like two Baconators. Yeah. Like an album.
0: Wait, how much is a Baconator? Like four bucks?
2: <laughs> well, do you get the combo?
0: Did, would he get the combo? How much is a yes. Baconator no yes. combo?
2: With the combo?
0: No combo. like
2: nine bucks. No combo. Rounding up. No combo. No combo? Yeah. Four to five bucks.
0: Okay, so two Baconators two round Baconators. up, say ten bucks. Yeah, okay. Okay, then... Yeah, sure. It also gets you...
2: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, you said an album. I think that's good. What album?
2: You know, like a Frightened uh, Rabbit. Frightened
0: Rabbit album. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's appropriate. <laughs> um, I want to uh, say it's real sad.
2: So we could replace his album with a different album. No, we can do his
0: album. I just want to say, About- since he came up, the one with that song... um, uh, older brother is pretty good. Do you know that song? Really good song. I think the album's called Pepper. I think I don't know. Anyway, they're a great band. Okay, so let's say a frightened rabbit. We go, CD is eighteen bucks. Okay, yeah. Then we're up at twenty eight. Bucks. We got eight bucks Two left. Two
2: baconators. Two baconators. Friend oh, uh, rabbit album. Okay.
0: Um, you could get um like a new
2: bike seat. Mm, maybe you could buy improv classes come up with suggestions. Dude, sadly, improv (laughs) classes cost more than $8. It's not fair. You would
0: think it would
2: just cost a suggestion.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you think. You
2: would think all you have to do to buy an improv class is a suggestion. But I'm paying and giving these
0: instructors something to do. Um, I <laughs> um, no, and also a new bike seat isn't well, even eight bucks. Those are pretty expensive.
2: Um, I love that you brought up the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, as a topic. I mean, like we've been kind of like dancing around it for a little bit. It's it's kind of like one of the most like iconic graphic like symbols of yeah suicide. Oddly.
0: I know. I we should go through. I do have like I want to go through another a few other specific cases, but first, yeah, it's um it is the Second uh, most popular suicide spot in the world. Number one, Coachella. Nope. <laughs> uh, Damn. Number one is the Nanjing Yangtze River Bridge in China. Yeah. Number one. Whoa. Yeah. China. And the what reason the- that China are higher than the reason that they are higher than the Golden Gate is that China sucks. So <laughs> I
2: would think it's a population thing.
0: Nope. China sucks. Damn it! God damn it! I think
2: I'd be right once. Also,
0: (laughs) (laughs) also number three, uh, the number three most popular suicide spot in the world. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Everyone who comes in there is dead. Um, Can you guess number three spot in the world? Seattle Suicide Forest in Japan. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, which is crazy to me that the Golden Gate Bridge is more than the Suicide Forest. Because mm. at least the Suicide Forest mm. looks like that and yeah. the Golden Gate Bridge is like a modern marvel. Yeah, no, uh, right. exactly. Yeah. It's like beautiful and huge and people drive down it with their head out the sunroof like it's changing their life. When <laughs> the suicide forest like looks like suicide <laughs> feels.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, I distinctly <laughs> remember that opening of full house yeah. where they just drove off. It the a bridge. That's a rare As a first and they wait, jump wait. out of the.
0: Isn't that the Full That's House? not the Full Is House that Family Matters?
2: Yeah Whatever uh, happened to predictability? That's right The milkman, the paper boy This guy, David and Ray <laughs> 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 You missed your familiar friends uh, JFK and Babe Ruth <laughs> <laughs> where uh, you look
0: It's a rare condition is that family matters
2: uh, yeah, I think that's the that- family matters. It's mm, okay. a recognition in this day this and age. Good news in the newspaper. page. I love yeah. a tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's either not or to find. <laughs> wow. Well, there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. This all I see is a tower of dreams. A real love was not ever seen Days go by. So
0: you had absentee parents.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, way, the way me and my siblings always put it is my dad <laughs> was a weekend dad who just was home all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, really yeah. absent most of the time.
0: Absolutely. Um <laughs> I absolutely, (laughs) I think we can all agree that that happened to all of us.
2: Listen, I'm a big Family Matters fan.
0: Me too. Well, it's a rare condition that someone isn't.
2: I remember Full House was obnoxious. I didn't like it. Yeah. I liked it. It was hard.
0: And then I found Family Matters and I was like, oh, this is funny. That other thing isn't funny at all.
2: I mean, like, it's so much more goofy. There's like weird things where it's like, we invented a clone machine. And like, here's like Goofy Juice. Right. Like family. Sorry, Full House was more like, Michelle, totally. did you put a dog's food bowl on your head?
0: And she's like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on her head. And everyone's like, this is a genius. This is uh, amazing. This is unbelievable. This is bringing families together. <laughs> um, the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, up until now, over 1,700 people have jumped to their death. Um, oh, wow. As of 2005, only 26 people had jumped off the bridge and not died. Um, mm. 5% of the people who jump off the bridge and die don't die from the impact. 95% of people die from the impact. 5% of the people don't die when they hit the water and die of hypothermia or drown.
2: Oh, no.
0: Yeah, man. It's a fucked up way to go. Wow. Um, also, though, there is like a huge network of of uh, countermeasures for suicide around it at this point and have been for a while. Um, In 2013, 118 people were talked down from committing suicide on the Golden Gate Bridge. There are, like, emergency personnel, police that are assigned to walk it, who just walk it all the time, literally looking for people that seem like they're going to kill themselves. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: You know what's crazy is, like... No matter how I'm feeling, though, if I just look at that bridge, I want to kill myself. Well, that's
0: too I, it's too beautiful. It's too. It's like I'll never be that beautiful. It's just like or hard. How can
2: I compete with a bridge?
0: I'll never be as hard as My that bridge. My
2: girlfriend wants to fuck that bridge. I can't fuck that bridge.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Imagine if your dick were as hard as the Golden Gate Bridge. Do you feel? What like would you also, do with it?
2: <laughs> like if you're in the suicide forest, go to forest. China. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would take it to China and I'd go to Chinese Disneyland. I'd ride the rides
2: if you're in one of those like suicide places, <laughs> don't you feel like Hampton's a part of you is like, story. I should kill myself? Wait, what if you're in like the suicide forest or you're mm-hmm. on the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Or you're wherever that place in China, like a part of you is like, Well, I should kill myself. That's that's crazy, like, so expected it's like how it, you
0: have to get a blizzard if you go to Dairy Queen. Oh, like- <laughs>
1: Yes, exactly.
2: And if you go to the Golden Gate Bridge and you don't get a DQ blizzard, what the fuck is wrong with you? Totally. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, no, it's Your dumbass
0: friend who goes to DQ for the burgers, man, fuck you. You're an idiot, you stupid moron. If you go
2: there and you don't do the thing, Right. If you go to Venice and you don't get in a gondola.
0: Yeah, totally. Also, let let us be very clear about this.
2: Don't do the thing at Golden Gate Bridge. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. Their thing is bad. I'm more (laughs) trying to poke holes in why people would do this just based on going to the Golden Gate Bridge and then feeling some sort of sense of obligation that you're like, well, I traveled all this way to commit suicide. Clearly this is where I should commit suicide. dude, here's Destination the Destination suicides. it bothers me. It bothers me too and and uh, here's the thing
0: that really amazes me about it is like there are so many bridges in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. There are truly like I'm I was really I was trying to do some research on like what the actual appeal is of the Golden Gate Bridge over other bridges because I read this study where uh, this guy like surveyed people, Who attempted suicide Mm -hmm. there? And a lot of the people that had attempted suicide at the Golden Gate Bridge had driven over the Bay Bridge to get there. Oh right. (laughs) And it's just like, what? (laughs) Why is it so important to you that it's this bridge? And I wonder if it's because like Hmm. you want it's like a huge, red, beautiful bridge and you want your death to be poetic
2: kind of? I think there is just a little bit of like what we've seen with say like um there was uh that suicide we did that was about the people throwing themselves into a volcano. Right. Or it was one person but then this kind of became a trend. I don't know. There is kind of like a weird like association of just like well this is where you do it. This is somehow allows me the, like, ability or the grace to do it because I'm here. I'm at the Golden Gate Bridge. It's, exce- it's like, expected of me to kill myself.
0: Right, wow. In a
2: weird sense, right?
0: Oh, man, do you think that? you think that some of the people who jumped off think they, they were trying to, like, fulfill a destiny of being there?
2: Yeah, I mean, if that's a way that they can kind of, like, compartmentalize it, it and get it smaller in their brains where they're like, I'm you know, to. if I go to the bridge... I got to kill myself. So I'll just go. So if I just somehow can manage to bring myself to the bridge, yeah, I'll kill myself. Rather than the full thing of like, You know, how is my entire, you know, uh, network of people going to feel after this? You know, my family and like people and also like how would I really feel? You know, it's like because you're kind of putting yourself in a different state of mind. Yeah, I know. Like about how you actually feel.
0: When you're depressed, definitely like finding reasons to check out, Mm -hmm. excuses to check out. Is something you're you like, well, do? Well, I'm
2: already in San Francisco <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I gotta see all the sights.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting, man. I I, I don't. My guess is that it, it's not that entirely. Mm. Uh, like I know, like what you're saying is that at this point, so many people have killed themselves on the Golden Gate Bridge that there's that factor. Mm-hmm. But at one point, no one had, and it That's still true. became this place and I just think it's pretty funny to drive over multiple bridges (laughs) to get to another one
2: Uh, and I will say I I Honestly believe the reason people first started killing themselves on this bridge is like what you're saying where like it's a big red bridge. Yeah. Like totally. it just was like a significant thing, like you know, throwing yourself off of uh, the Empire State Building or like right. Niagara Falls, you know, it's That's like, the thing too. Like
0: if like you ever too. drive over the Golden Gate Bridge, it truly is beautiful. And it like it takes you from San Francisco into the North Bay, and North Bay is fucking So beautiful And you can see The like Hills and forests Coming up On the other side Also Mm -hmm. And plus you're Driving over the bay And it's like It's massive It's really I literally Stick my head out The sunroof Every time I do it (laughs) I love it So much
2: It's like a Cocker
0: spaniel I'm a small child
2: (laughs) <laughs>
0: Who has to stick his head out. I'm a total <laughs> fucking <laughs> idiot.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, how's that song go again? Oh, shit.
2: Everywhere you look, everywhere. <laughs> there's a heart, there's a heart. <laughs> Somebody who needs it. We lost out there when <laughs> <and> you're <laughs> all alone. Riding this carriage, carrying me home. Everywhere you look.
0: Uh, tomorrow on Lash key Kids.
2: Unlatch key, Kids. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, dude, that show really taught me That if your mom just dies Fucking life is sweet <laughs> Is that what Full House is about? Yeah, no moms, live with your uncles
0: Yeah, dude Just
2: fucking no moms, dude
0: Yeah, dude, because everybody has a cool uncle And a funny uncle, and neither of them Are problematic
2: uh uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think Uncle Jesse at one song at one point just wrote a song that's like Michelle smiling, like he just wrote a song about dude. his niece smiling and like, it's like dude, 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 just go on with your life, yeah, man. come on, man, relax. Right, is Uncle your title in life? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Is that who you are? Is Uncle?
0: Also, I have an issue with the, the uh, when the show came back, oh, the yeah. sequel show Fuller oh. House. Ooh. I was not the direction I would have taken it in. Yeah. I personally, I would have made Empty House, <laughs> <laughs> and it would have just been about how the house burned down and they're all dead.
2: I I and recommend <laughs> Fullest House. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a show starring Monique. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that got me so much.
0: I think it was how said Monique.
2: By the way, is short for
0: <laughs> Monique. Oh right, <laughs> that's right. I forget that a lot. Uh, More neat. It's like how in my last name, the dress for less is silent. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of um, there are a lot of things done to prevent suicide on the bridge. Um, hmm. There are, first of all. It is now since the early 2000s, I think, maybe late 90s. It's closed to pedestrians after 9 p.m., from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. Oh, my God. Um, cyclists can still go over the bridge at night, but they're, they have to be buzzed in and out of a gate by, like, this remote service.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: totally. Um, you
2: got to kill yourself with a bicycle.
0: There are... you got to
2: eat a bicycle. There
0: <laughs> yeah, but what are you going to do with your bike?
2: Uh... <laughs> uh there are
0: suicide hotline telephones posted all along the bridge literally like there's a sign I'll read it to you it says um, oh here it is it says, crisis counseling, there is hope, make the call. The consequences of jumping from this bridge are fatal and tragic. And there's a phone underneath it where you press a button and it goes straight to a suicide hotline. Holy shit. How cool is that?
2: It goes straight to your dad.
0: You get straight to my phone, dude. Stop it! Mm, yeah.
2: <laughs> Stop it, it, you little idiot! It, yeah, you're stupid! I'll spank you! Yeah. yeah. You can't um, get boners. I hate you. That's fucking insane, man.
0: There's also, because a lot of people are like, you know, aware of this. Uh, Mm -hmm. this is like I texted Hampton before we recorded and I told him that I was reading about this and it made me cry I'm gonna read you what made me cry there are people have written notes on the railings of the Golden Gate Bridge and this this is one of them life is worth living if you have forgotten it try living again I don't know what you have been through but I know where you can end up I love you I know. I teared
2: up reading it again. Did you write that?
0: No. But That's so sweet. It's so
2: amazing. Wow. It's so interesting. I mean, like they they it's funny because like a government could really take the opportunity to just like disavow it. Like never address it and kind of shut down everything. But what they decided to do was kind of like highlight it and make it like almost a monument to mental health. Right. While shutting it down. Right. Certainly. But like, they're not like walking away from it. Yeah. They're like, if you're here, this is what the history of this place has been. Yeah. And this is like what, you know, we No, we know
0: you. this now yeah. and you don't have to do this.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think that's really cool. There's
0: also like, there are so many, I just can't even tell you how much of that type of sentiment and that type of person find themselves at the bridge. Like, um, There is a group of um, suicide prevention volunteers called the Bridge Watch Angels that started in 2001. Um, It was organized by a woman named Mia, I think it's pronounced Munayer, Munayer, Mia Munayer. She is a, she was a Pleasanton police lieutenant. And this is interesting because Pleasanton is like 45 minutes inland from SF. Okay. Uh, So it's like, and it's not in the North Bay. It's, uh... Yeah, so it's far, um, but this group that she organizes—they're off-duty cops that police that like patrol the bridge on their off hours and on holidays. Wow, looking for people. And here's the most amazing group. These, this is fucking crazy. There's a group of people that are called the Cowboys of the Sky. Um, <laughs> that I think are called that by other people. I don't think they picked that name. You
2: mean angels.
0: <laughs> um yeah, the cowboys, cowboys of, the of my sky. sky. Uh, That's what
2: my religion told me.
0: Not in my sky. <laughs> um so obviously there are a lot of iron workers that okay. that repair the Golden Gate Bridge constantly, and they like have to be suspended high in the air, and they also know a lot about how the bridge itself works. Mm-hmm. So there is a group of iron workers that volunteer their time to talk. Suicidal people off of killing themselves and in some cases wrestle them down because they like they like harness up and then they walk out and they fucking grab these people to save their life. The The main guy, the guy who started doing it, his name is Ken Hopper. He was an iron. He started being an iron worker on the bridge in the 80s. Um, as of 2001, he had rescued 30 people and lost two Whoa. and, uh, Dude, there, guy. he noticed like there was this thing that cyclists were doing when they would cross the bridge at the end of the bridge, they would touch the fence. And, uh, like if you see one person doing, you don't really think of it, but it's like a clearly a ritual. Uh-huh. These cyclists are like, uh-huh. you know, love to those who've died or whatever. Yeah. And, um, uh, Ken Hopper saw this and he requested this engraved plaque uh, that says Hopper's hands at the end of each bridge. And it's just this like picture of two hands and it says Hopper's hands. Dude, you can
2: touch Dennis Hopper's hands. You can
0: touch, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking so nice. Hop along Cassidy's hands. Yeah.
2: That's, uh, that's uh, I don't know. It's nice that he's kind of like trying to make some sort of like impact or.
0: Dude, it's just so, yeah, reading about this was really heartwarming and sweet. And, The other funny thing about those guys, those iron workers,
2: is that something happens to
0: them that never would have occurred to me is that, like, people fucking pull knives on them. They're like, no, I'm going to fucking kill myself or I'm taking you with me.
2: Holy shit.
0: Yeah. They've found guns on people. Whoa. Yeah. So, like, it's super fucking dangerous for them to
2: do it. Whoa. Should we record a podcast on top of the Golden Gate Bridge?
0: Absolutely. Actually, yes.
2: I mean, I've already booked it.
0: Yeah, me too. I already killed myself Wait (laughs) (laughs) Here's the most amazing thing About the suicide prevention On the bridge though And I laugh at this Truly Um, All Like Over 1700 people Have killed themselves Since 1937 All of these people Have taken all of these steps To prevent suicide On the bridge And this year 2018 Is when they started Building nets
2: (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) Are you serious? Yes.
0: They just started. The
2: fucking circus put in nets for the trapeze like a yeah. hundred years ago.
0: It it was uh, it took until two thousand eight for it to get approved. In twenty fourteen funding was approved.
2: I don't want to be catching depressed people all day. <laughs> I don't want to be catching them all day in some sort of
0: net. The argument was that it would take away from the aesthetic beauty of the
2: bridge. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what also takes away from the aesthetic
0: beauty? Dead bodies (laughs)
2: floating in the river (laughs) below.
0: I I know. Well, also, like, people are saying, like, one of the reasons that it's finally happening now and started, like, moving in this direction in 2008 is, like, the mental health movement in this country. Like, people just weren't acknowledging it as a real problem they just thought everyone who killed themselves was fucking crazy because most they were gonna go do it somewhere else I sorry I want to say one more thing about that Uh, there they would be like yeah but they'll just kill themselves anyway which Mm -hmm. is a crazy Mm -hmm. thing to say but but then like all these studies came out that said like no if someone tries 9 out of 10 people who try to kill themselves and are stopped never try again oh really so put the fucking nets out you know what I mean yeah (laughs) just put the fucking net out man
2: (laughs) Honestly, if I fucking was ready to kill myself and I landed in the net, I would be fucking P.O.D. Dude, I would be. I would be P.O.D. I think I would sue the bridge. I would sue (laughs) spiders for creating nets. Uh, Coming up with this idea in the first fucking place.
0: You know who has a great joke about this is Hugh Moore, who
2: I don't see No, he doesn't. Fuck you. Okay. Uh,
0: (laughs) I do love Hugh. He's so good at stand-up and I never see him anymore. By the way.
2: Perfect comedy name, Hugh Moore. Yeah, well, he picked it. Uh, I know, it's just like, <laughs> it took me years to fucking... Me too. It took me years to figure out that was a pun.
0: The one that took me forever to get is uh, that comic in town, Nasmo King. Do you know him? Do you know him? No. Yeah. Nasmo? No smoking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Woo!
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. All right. <laughs> so, a humorous joke. Uh, yeah, humor has this
0: joke where he's like... It's just... I don't remember the exact setup. It's like... I've been trying to help out my... um, My sad friends. um, By just like... You know... It's not enough to tell people not to kill themselves. You gotta like... Do something about it. You know what I mean? So like... What about... Um, My friend who lives like high up in an apartment building, what if I put a water slide outside his window, you know, (laughs) and then he's like, goodbye, cruel. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) And uh, and then the end of the joke, the part that I really always love is like. Fuck man, who replaced my razor blades with circus tickets? <laughs> uh, uh, also Hugh, I'm sorry, I uh, kind of brutalized your joke, but I brutalized I, it. I brutalized it, dude i I jumped I threw it off a bridge uh, <laughs> um yeah, man. yeah, but here's the other thing. it's gonna take three years to build the nets because they have to build steel nets so it's they also, don't fucking break and shit.
2: It's just interesting to me because like unlike... The suicide force for sure. Like, you know, the Golden <laughs> Gate Bridge is a functional thing. Yeah. It is really just the best bridge. Yeah. That right. Exists there. So, you know, you could almost understand them mm-hmm. not addressing it or whatever the mythos that's building around it, want, not wanting to address it. Right. And now it's like they have to. It's like it's out of their own hands. Yeah. Like I we don't even know why people are killing themselves here. Like for all we know, like I thought Seattle had the highest suicide rate. Yeah. Why are people not jumping off the Space Needle? Right. <laughs> like, that's uh, you know, a more suicidal town.
0: Yeah. I am literally Googling right now Jumped Bang off bros. the Space Needle porn. Got jizz.
2: Uh. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I think it's harder for one. Like the bridge is easy. Anyone should be able to access a bridge. I think it sounds reasonable that they only just recently put up these, you know, bike security, you know, measures, yeah, you know, for probably for for the longest time, they're like, "Well, we can't stop people from going on a bridge. That's what it's for."
0: Yeah. Well, they literally have to have a way to get people from San Francisco to that part of the of the of yeah. America, uh, <laughs> Utah. <laughs> yeah, someone jumped off the Space Needle recently. Really? Was it um, Fraser? Oh, but not Fuck. in Seattle. I knew it was Fraser. The Gatlinburg Space Needle. Okay. That's not That's not what the one in Seattle's called, right?
2: Um, I wouldn't know. My problem with Fraser is that he hears the blues of Cullen, <laughs> And that's when he kills himself.
0: No, it's in Gatlinburg, yeah. Tennessee. Wow. So someone oh, okay. <laughs> in uh, Wow, I wonder. Okay. The space
2: Needle inside of Gatlinburg, Tennessee?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: you all know about that space Yeah, exactly.
0: Needle. The most famous of the <laughs> space needles. Um, I, w- I do... Okay, um, we should wrap up soon, but I want to go over a few more quick suicide stories of people that I just thought were interesting. Yeah. Um, in 1940... This one's so fucked up, man. In 1945, August and Marilyn DeMont jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge, and here's why that's fucked up. August DeMont was 37. Marilyn DeMont was five um it was his daughter oh, she no. walked out onto a girder oh, no. uh, and he said he, he said go ahead and jump whoa and she jumped and then he as is quoted uh, he gracefully dove after her and then in his car they found a note that literally all it said was I and my daughter have committed suicide.
2: Whoa, man, I can't believe a five-year-old could convince an adult to commit suicide. (laughs) What a bitch. What a fucking five-year-old piece of shit to convince an adult, man. What a bitch. You know, man, you got to (laughs) be fucked up to be five years old and be able to convince an adult to kill themselves, you know? I'm I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ That's no, so crazy That's man. so fucked up You know he must have had to Fucking like Talk to her a million Fucking times about Like oh, Here's man. what we're gonna do When we get there And everything Yeah Oof Well go fuck yourself sir there is um, I hope she's in heaven and you're in hell
0: there are a few movies
2: about <laughs> those are the two options
0: yeah I agree um, there are a few documentaries about suicide at the Golden Gate Bridge one of them' is called the bridge and the fucked up thing yeah, about that movie yeah. is that they like posted cameras on the bridge mm-hmm. and or like the, sometimes the crew would sit there with a camera for a while and they just ended up catching some suicides yeah and so like, People are like, "What the fuck, man? Why didn't you do anything?" And their arguments are always like, "We, you, you can't tell this guy." Yeah, just set up a camera. I mean, yeah. Well, no, but this guy, Gene Sprague, Sprague, uh um, he um, May eleventh, two thousand four, jumped off, and um, Hmm. apparently, he when the people who made the movie were asked about it, they were like, "Look, we were looking at." The video and it, 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 he was acting kind of weird, but it didn't seem like he was going to jump off. He was just pacing back and forth. And then, okay, so people thought since he was pacing, they should have said something, Uh but he was like pacing back and forth and looking and then just jumped.
2: I mean, I pace all day. Yeah,
0: me too. Yeah. And I'm always on a bridge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, like, but what could they have done? No, I I agree with you. Set up, I don't think it's their fault. So, I mean, I don't know the exact situation. I could see people being mad, for sure. That
0: they were, like, monitoring it at times. And I
2: get that. But it's also, like, I mean, unless that is their direct purpose to, like, set up cameras, to live action stream and watch, make sure people don't kill themselves. Right. No, they're I, making a movie. Dude, I yeah, agree. It's not no their way fault. They can be accountable
0: for and that's the that. thing that we do it, nowadays where we just like displace blame onto people that are not at fault. It's not their fucking fault. They were trying to make a movie yeah. about a thing to bring awareness about this thing that's happening. Yeah. Uh, I don't, no, I don't blame them at all. It's just interesting. People were like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck, man? Um, this Blo- one's interesting bloopers. to me. Bloopers. This one's interesting to me because of the reason the guy committed suicide. Mark Salinger. February 9th, 1977, was the son of Pierre Salinger, who was JFK's press secretary. Okay. And this dude, Mark oh. Salinger, met JFK through his dad and became to know him on sort of like a light friendship level and was started being his golf caddy for a while. Mm. So apparently, what people say is he never got over JFK's death. It just affected him so deeply that it just drove him into a deep, depression and he no he's gay the what, what's your
2: problem <laughs> <laughs> why can you just not accept um, that's so funny man yeah he's just upset about the president you don't death. think that that's a real I reason I think that's actually possible yeah people are I don't affected know, by but people that, that also sounds maybe a little bit of a reach
0: well, I mean, In it's sense? just like every reason we've discussed on this podcast where it's like, sure, maybe that was yeah, the it's, trigger, it's, but it's not but the reason. The reason exactly. is like trauma and depression and, and you know,
2: like yeah, real well, chemical. Yeah, just on that and on a surface level. Uh, I retweeted somebody today that was talking about their, I mean, it's so sad, but they were talking about their brother's suicide and just like how he was an incredibly successful individual, but like he had depression. Yeah. But there's no getting away from that. Yeah. So, like, with this story there, I mean, like, exactly. We like to always put on, like, what is the exact reason? Yeah. Or whatever. And it's so funny, though, just to be like, well, he was sad about the president. <laughs> right. <that's true. laughs> it's like, maybe. 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 But, like, give the guy a little he, more I don't credit than that. Well, is that was exactly. Maybe like his life was just a little complicated. Um, <laughs> you know and- what the problem was? They, st- they stopped making the double-stuffed fudge Oreos. <laughs> right. And, and he, he couldn't co- take he it. He couldn't take it. He had to um, go back to single-stuffed fudge Oreos, and he just couldn't take it. <laughs> the thing you said about uh,
0: success and still being a depressed person brings me to the last uh, suicide I want to talk about from the Golden Gate Bridge, Roy Raymond. Do you know who that is?
2: Actually,
0: yes. The founder of... Of Victoria's Secret.
2: Oh, my God. Yes. I've uh, heard about this one. This one's great.
0: August 26, 1993, he jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. Because despite being the founder of Victoria's Secret, he was incredibly distraught about money issues that he was having and business problems. Because yeah. as somewhere in the 80s, he started... Um, my child's destiny, which was like a high-end children's product store. They only had one store in San Francisco and you could get stuff mail order and it was like very expensive children's clothes and children's okay. toys and shit like that. And he got Children's lingerie. All this. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank, I'm fine. I didn't want to say it. I'll tell you what your child's destiny is. <laughs> I,
1: I, <laughs> Wait, no 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 no, uh, no, 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 <sighs> no.
0: No! Um, You're ruining my mind right now. Uh, wait, yeah, Destiny's Child is that where they got their name? Whoa, dang! Oh, whoa. Uh, damn, 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 damn! Uh, <laughs> damn, dude! Damn, dude! Damn, dude! Damn, dude! That's my song.
2: Beyonce, no! Mm-hmm. Damn, dude! Oh, damn, no! Nah, <laughs> damn, no! Nah, damn, no! Nah, damn, nah, damn,
0: dude! Damn, damn, I'm damn, just damn, saying, damn, 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 dude, damn,
2: Damn! It's
0: a coincidence. It's a pretty good
2: song. Mm-hmm. Kid Rock's number one. <laughs> no 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 um yeah i remember i kind of had researched this guy because i thought we might do him as a we could do a, a whole suicide. episode at some point i mean it really is with with his story totally because he he definitely hits that weird shit that i like about a suicide which is always just like this person who impacted history yeah in such a crazy way Can you believe they killed themselves? Totally. But like, uh, yeah, when I researched him and his thing, it's like he really just was like in such an overextended business. Yeah. You know, at the time, like he just was under such like financial like pressures.
0: Yeah, well, my, my Child's Destiny went bankrupt, and apparently the reason they went bankrupt mm-hmm. is that people were like, this is the most elitist bullshit we've <laughs> ever seen. He was just critically panned across the board, and also probably no one could afford it. I don't you know.
2: Claim that if someone's to shop at this store, they, their body needs to be more bootylicious? <laughs> or they need to be a survivor? It is weird <laughs> for you to start
0: Victoria's Secret and then a kid's store. That's That is just odd.
2: Both of them? Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: But I think he really understood like a market void. I think maybe
0: Victoria's secret is that she
2: ate all the yogurt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> it's a kid joke. So I don't. I'm sorry.
2: Okay. I'm so I think that was I'm fun. so mad at you right now. I'm so mad at you right now for trying to make a joke. I'm coming. <laughs> oh my god
0: no <laughs> not with this mass in my ball sack <laughs>
2: hey guys hey guys thank you for listening to the Whispercast. thank you so much this for listening is, this is the first asmr podcast <laughs> yeah. for people who are weak cucks <laughs> <laughs> That is the last time, Dave. I leave out snacks. Yeah, you like that, you ASMR fucks, huh? That's the last time I leave out snacks.
0: You piece of shit. Does that sound good? Does that make you feel good? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know you like
1: it. Woo!
2: Dave? (laughs) Dave? You ever been to Victoria's Secret? Yeah, I've been there. there. Totally, dude. They got soap. That's the first time I got a boner, dude. (laughs) Yeah. I found my boner at Victoria's Secret. Uh, Dude, uh, this was fun. This was really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Guys, I don't have any answers for you with this episode. I know. With life. I mean, when it comes to Victoria's Secret, I would say either go there or don't. (laughs) We can't give you any deals. When it comes to the Golden Gate Bridge, I respect it as an artistic creation yeah but i'm also conflicted that people have put such pressure on it yeah by making it this mental health like icon yeah it's 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 sad you know i think
0: that yeah it's hard to have i don't know i i hope that speaking about it and like talking about some of the people that jumped off that bridge just like with everyone else that we talk about will like remind you that you're not alone yeah and uh it's a full and then, house, like, if you've guys. ever like if you've ever yeah considered going there for this reason that you don't because yeah it's like it can't be if it's that that's the thing 1700 people man if it's that many people mm-hmm. the like That means seventeen hundred people were like, I'm garbage and need to go. And I don't wish that feeling on anyone.
2: And I can see that happening anywhere at any time, but I think a destination suicide is like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Let's stop. Let's go five steps backwards. Because like you're on a different level. You want to die in a poem. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to like prove something.
0: Yeah. You wanna like reach you wanna like see God or whatever the fuck you're trying to do yeah maybe uh, that's the
2: bridge to you you know what I mean like you have to like fulfill some sort of destiny
0: thing happening it's just like yeah you like read all the Kerouac or whatever and and (laughs) you like want to be him yeah
2: exactly and I mean like I've been there like growing up where it was totally. I would read about like an author's suicide or something like that or yeah well even Kurt Cobain and you're just like yeah I'll do that that'll really honor the process yeah and it's 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 misguided thinking, to say the least. Yeah for
0: sure. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I these, really
2: enjoyed this episode, man. I really uh love talking about the Golden Gate Bridge.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> make a wish every time you drive over the Golden Gate. <laughs> you make one goddamn wish.
0: Yeah. And wish it out your sunroof. <laughs> um, yeah, seriously. Thank you for listening. Uh, stay safe, please, and glad you're alive. We, because of, uh, just like last month, because of some work and scheduling shit, we don't have a Patreon episode coming out this week. I'm sorry. But we still will have two bonus buddies, which that's our Patreon, two Patreon episodes coming out this month. It'll just be next week and then the week after that, so two in a row.
2: We're letting you guys catch up. So if you (laughs) want to join the Patreon... You want to join the Facebook group. You want to buy a Feelings t-shirt. We're all supportive of that. We love it. We love the fans. We love that people want to support us and help us yeah. grow further. So, you know, I, and you know, I, at the end of the day, you could just tell a friend about the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Tell, you. tell your rabbi about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, or if you want to
0: check us out on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash suicidebuddies. And we are at BuddiesPod on Twitter.
2: And uh, we'll see you next time. (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye. Hey folks, this is Hampton here and I know that Dave and I tend to make a lot of jokes about suicide and we don't take it that lightly actually. We really would prefer if you needed any sort of help that you would reach out to some sort of professional who could help you because we are poorly equipped to do such. We would recommend that you would call 1-800-273-8255 That's 1-800-273-TALK It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They honestly do incredible work. They will talk to you And they will hear you We want you to stay with us So thank you